Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Teresa Murray, you're kind of skeptical too, right? Oh, for sure. Anything that I put in my body or that touches me or my kids, yep, I'm skeptical. Uh, Teresa Murray is our consumer watchdog. She works for the, it's not the Illinois, you're, you're national, right? It's the Public Interest Research Group. And is there anything scarier than thinking you gave your baby baby formula, Infamil, that has been recalled that's frightening every these recalls on baby formula send me sideways what's the new one yeah so um so you had this company prosby that came out uh on the 20th so a couple days ago and said oops you know yeah we have this nasty chronobacter bacteria in um you know some of the samples and so of course they always say out of an abundance of caution they're recalling it Fortunately, um, no injuries or illnesses or anything like that, and it's 12.9 ounce containers. And this is a um, this is not a normal formula. It's a it's a simply plant based, and but it's still you know there's bacteria. It's not very healthy. Well, so, and the thing is, is people use that plant based for children who have lactose issues or might already have a sensitive system. And this certainly wouldn't be good. And let me just say, we have the picture and all the details posted at WGN Radio. We have a recall page. So anytime you go to WGNRadio.com, just put backslash recalls and you'll see that that right on the front page, baby formula recalled over bacteria fears. Yeah, the important thing here is a lot of people wouldn't recognize the company, which is Reckitt, R-E-C-K-I-T-T. But what they do recognize, Lisa, is Infamil. Yes. And so that's the brand name that people would actually recognize. And, you know, I was an adoptive mom. So my child had, he had, you know, baby formula from moment one. And it was right after 9-11. And I would be at the Babies R Us every Tuesday when the truck arrived. Because back then it was a supply issue. Now, I think a lot of parents are just concerned. Like, what what is happening here? Why can't they get this right? Well, the thing that's extra concerning about this, of course, because we had this big recall last year, right about this time last year. And, you know, and babies actually died, Lisa. And so I can hear a lot of parents saying, oh, my gosh, here we go again. You would think after all of the the testing and so forth from last year, and, of course, you know, the supply was really hard to get for months and months. And, you know, yes, this is just a small couple batches. Um, Maybe it's isolated. I sure hope so. But I, I would not want to be a parent relying on formula today. Yeah, well, a small couple batches is 145,000 12-ounce cans. So yeah. I know yeah. in the grand scheme of thing, but that that's, that's a lot. Um, this is Teresa Murray. We call her our consumer watchdog. She's with the Public Interest Research Group. And there's another thing that is affecting children that's been recalled, and that's those Disney-themed figurines. That's because of a choking hazard? Yeah, so um, they were called My First Disney Character Figurines, which wasn't lost on me. It's like, you know, this, it's called My First Disney Character. It could be your last Disney character if a kid choked on a part. Um, so fortunately, no one has been hurt by this. But basically, the, the characters for Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Buzz Lightyear, and Stitch, and they're about five inches tall, and the company has gotten a number of complaints that the arms and the legs can detach and be a choking hazard for young children.
Okay, that is also posted at WGNRadio.com. I saw something about Starbucks. Their Frappuccino drinks may contain glass. I'm guessing that's the stuff that's bottled, right? Yeah, that's the stuff that's bottled. I think it was the vanilla. And, I mean, we talked about this before, all this junk that, that food manufacturers are finding, um, you know, glass, metal pieces, plastic, in all kinds of things. And it just, it seems like such an unforced error. Like, I'm not saying it's okay when food products have salmonella or listeria or something, but that's a little more difficult. And it's like, just put food in my package. Don't put anything else. And obviously the manufacturing processes are not up to snuff and they're shipping pieces of plastic. There's, I mean, how the heck that metal gets in some of this stuff? I have no idea. Well, apparently, apparently we got a lot of children working in these factories. Did you see that report that the companies yeah. were fined for hiring kids as young as 13 to work in some of these meat packing plants? Well, I would think a kid as young as 13 could tell that metal doesn't belong in sausage. Yeah, but they might not care. <laughs> you well, know, that's the thing. They're not going to be yeah. as concerned. So tell me about the new report you've got coming out before I let you go. Yeah, yeah, real quick. And also we can talk about it more later, but we're looking at all of the food recalls for last year. And it's stunning how many of the items were recalled because of foreign materials in them. So it's the metal, it's the plastic, it's the glass. And it seems like this type of recall for the foreign materials is on is on the rise. And it's very unfortunate. You know, we think some of it may be because of labor shortages. Some of it may be because of, um, you know, equipment issues. But they need to figure it out. Well, I look forward to seeing that and hearing more about it. Thank you for joining us, Teresa. Where are you right now? What town are you in? I I am in Cleveland. I'm about an hour west of East Palestine. Oh, my gosh. And I understand it's raining there. You're going to miss the big ice and snowstorm, right? Yeah, well, we had some ice this morning. But, you know, the interesting thing about East Palestine is we're having uh, high school teams from around here in the Cleveland area that are supposed to play in, like, basketball games and stuff over there. And they're refusing to go because they don't want to be anywhere near it. Well, I don't blame them. I do not blame them. Thank you for checking in. Be safe. That's Teresa Murray with the Public Interest Research Group. Lauren Lapka's in for Steve. She has your news coming up next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Chicago's very own WGN.